All right. Uh, okay, so this is True News 16, and the government is being changed right before our very eyes. Okay, that's what's going on. This will be a very quick podcast. It's just something to put out there. Uh, I want to add this to certain sites to join in the conversation regarding many people who are wondering what exactly is going on, okay? And to my heart and to my understanding, to my spirit, what's happening is almost like a coup. I would say it's a change of government. It's a, a, a domestic attack, an uprising If we've read our history, if we've seen what was going on before the French Revolution, uh, this is somewhat what's going on, the the unrest that's happening. And this isn't in in, uh, a product in the making of now for the several uh, decades in our country. Okay, Uh, but but all in all, I've spoken to a number of believers who are distressed with this. Okay. There are some believers that are not paying attention to this because they think that this is a governmental thing, you know, only and exclusively. They think that somehow they do not attach this to spiritual things. And then you have the other ones who are all, you know, uh, you know, this is uh, the end of time, the end of days. Uh, But I I, I have to say that what we're seeing is uh, something that we've seen before in in the progression of the kingdom age. Okay, and uh, it can and the best way to be interpreted is through uh, scripture, through scripture and the the promises of God and the declarations of God and this, this, the, the, the voice, the things that Christ spoke about, the prophets have foretold. It's all in there. It's all in there. It's nothing that we have not seen. It's wrapped around the heart of mankind the works of the devil and all of that now what what's happening we see the 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 leftists and the they're they're defacing monuments and they're they're taking control and taking controls of of, of the districts in different cities and this thing it, you know some people are saying that this was uh uh that this was played out that the man that they didn't really kill george floyd which started all this stuff but it's not that they didn't kill him. They did. We saw it before our very eyes what they what what what, what a really bad cop did. But what happened was that the, the 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 cop incident and the killing of George Floyd uh was the picture perfect uh red button, okay? It was the best red button that the leftist media and the politicians and the globalist elites that are running all of this from uh, international round tables of evil, <laughs> I would like to call it. That's all they needed for a, 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 a dumb cop. He had his hands in his pockets, and completely callous, and a black man telling him, what are you doing? What, you know, he can't breathe. He's saying, you know, the guy was on top of him telling him, what do you think? And the cop had his, I, we've never seen anything like that before. Okay, that's not a cop tactic. Okay, he had the the man, his knee on the man's neck. It wasn't even on his back. Okay, and the, the man was already, he had a number of cops on him. He wasn't moving 
for uh, several minutes and the man would not budge and he had the most cold look on his face and the most caring uh, or rather uncaring look on his face. I mean, it was the most picture perfect. I'm not going to say that this was staged because, you know, we don't have enough to believe that it was staged. Some people saw that, said that saw in a video that it didn't look like he was, you know, Floyd was. I don't even want to go there. That that To me, that's make what makes a lot of people's... Uh, speaking out against leftism uh, you know they turn them too much into alex jones and and it doesn't look good for people that are for uh truth okay we can't run with the ball on things like that but i will say that that was definitely a a picture perfect postcard uh a billboard for um uh you know starting a riot that's for sure starting another one I mean, they wanted to try it with the guy who was jogging, you know, and the, the, the dudes, the vigilantes with the truck. I forgot the name of the guy that had happened just a couple of weeks before that. And, you know, it, it almost like it, it, it was a spark that didn't light up and it could have sparked. It could have because a bunch of the, another dumb idiots decides to just, you know, attack a guy who is just jogging. Another jogging guy, you know, gets attacked. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And the stupidity that goes on, you know, just, you know, really, it's not that there's not a systematic or a racism, prejudice. I'm not even going to call it that. It's not that there isn't any hate out there, because that's what that is. There's hate among all people. You know, it's not that there is more particularly... Uh, racism between you know one segment of a population than another it's that it's it, it during times hatred times during times volatile times like these where every there's problems everywhere where you're going to get more of what's already there you're going to get an increased volume of hate and sure you know you know black people in this country have had have always had to uh, be sensitive to those things, you know. I know because I was born and raised in an inner city, okay. And I understand you have to keep your cool. You have to watch your distance. You have to play things differently, you know. You know because you have this. This is a product of very bad training. This is a, a, a product the, the police the enforcement, law enforcement in our country is just yet another entity that is struggling and is, is hurting and is depleted and is being overburdened and stretched with its own bad training, bad funding. Uh, most of it is going to be found in inner cities where the, 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 the police departments are, don't get along very well with their own local po- uh, politicians whereby they get their funding, whereby they have to work hand in hand with. We already know that. Look, look, look at New York. The police officers in general can't stand the mayor uh, there, uh, de Blasio. They don't like him. They, they, they do not, by and large, like de Blasio. They do not, by and large, like Cuomo, the governor. And so in the inner cities, there's, usually, there's always a lot of tension, not just among the people, but also the politicians. Why? Because the politicians do the work. If, if any work that they do do, okay, it's to try to appease and to pander to the population. If the population has a gripe, 
the politicians exploit the gripe. Okay, the police officers have no hand in that because they have to they have to be neutral. They're forced to have to be neutral and to be into, you know, compliance. You have to be comply. You have to, you know, you understand? So, but the politicians can do that song and dance. So the inner cities were always going to have a problem with their police force because their politicians do not inherently like the police force. They do not like authority. They do not like law and order. That's not part of their fundamental intrinsic movement, their philosophy, their platform. That's not what they're about. What's happening in the streets now is what they're about. They're about uh, a different governance. They're about uh, uh, democrat uh, democracy you know, a democratic thing where mob rules in order to use the mob as useful idiots to get the power, to knock down, to topple the current power, the current order, and then to rebuild something where it's more totalitarian. Okay, that's what we've seen in history. Okay, we've seen that in history. We've seen how that has what's been taken over in South America and the countries there. They use the mob mentality. They use it. That's what was, what was happening. What happened in Venezuela is the same thing. And then they come in promising healing and doing this and that uh, before they completely take control of everything. Okay, so this is forced, forced socialism, forced uh, leftism, forced uh, the, the, what comes before full-blown communism. Okay, and that's been in the works for 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 uh, decades now, so but this is what what the Bible says that it is. Uh, we do not wrestle with flesh and blood, but with uh, you know principalities and powers and rulers of darkness in high places. That's what the Bible talks about. So let that be an encouragement. Let that be an understanding that the Lord God has. All of these things in control. These things have uh, come and gone. These things have changed lives and all that stuff. But nothing changes with regard to who God is. And so we, we have to have hope even in times like these. And recognize that life with Christ, the truth of, of life is like what the Lord said. It's not about cl- your clothes or what you're going to eat tomorrow. It's not. It's not about that. We're pil- pilgrims, not just in this country, but in this world. And and it it takes a lifetime to get ourselves accustomed to that because our our nature is to uh, want to be comfortable where we are in nationalism in a little spot. We have our little, you know. Uh, I, I imagine that perhaps uh, the, the, the whole 40 years in, in the wilderness was, had something to do with that, that the Lord wanted the people to humble them, to get them to understand that, uh, you know, where you're being settled and what land God gives you is not only there were, not only were there other people there, okay, and not only were there wicked people there that were doing the wrong things, at that time, but just like you, they got they're going to get plucked out and vomited out. You can get plucked out and vomited out as well. Just like what we're seeing 
now. And then the Lord sends another wicked people to pluck out his own people. Okay, that's the that's the message here. And for decades, we haven't been telling our children about the ways of the Lord as Deuteronomy 6 suggests we do or commands us to do. We haven't done that. We've had this, you know, let them decide for themselves. They've allowed secularism and secularist uh, thought Darwinian nonsense, secular humanistic nonsense to to uh, to drift out. We've allowed ourselves to drift out into that nonsense and those philosophies that do not uh, do not uh, agree with or, or attack the, the worldview of Christ. Okay, so that's where we're going to find our strength and our hope and our peace ultimately is in uh, is in Christ in the totality of our God. Okay, to the bitter and to the to the very end. Okay, so these things are are taking place. We're seeing them at this point to tell you the truth. Uh, of course, everything by, by the will of God and by his power. That's the only way that I could see that uh, this country can be salvaged because we've got too much globalist international uh, money and power. And, you know, that's just too much of it uh, for our nation to be able to withstand. Um, I think we're going to eventually we're going to collapse, um, you know, uh, just a few I mean, just in my town, I, I just saw, uh, I thought I lived in a little, uh, pretty integrated, um, bipartisan town. And just to find out that uh, in like a Facebook social group, people just started to try to oust a, a teacher because she made some comments, just an opinion about uh, uh, the George Floyd incident. And people automatically, you know, I mean, people in the town just really wanted to align her with racism just because of an opinion. And I didn't and I heard the only two voices that I heard defending this poor lady was uh, two people who were bringing up some issue about the George Floyd thing being uh, fake, you know, whatever. And I say, wow, if, if this is what we have, you know, it's just sprouting up everywhere. It's like a cancer. It really is the mentality, the secularism. And that's what that is. That's that's what ultra uh, liberalism is today. It's not what it used to be. You know, a couple of decades ago. Now it's just straight up leftism. It's just uh, capitulation to uh, you know secularism. That's really what it is. You adopt the secularist mindset, uh, the the unholy. If you once you have to be really holy, really attached to the spirituality of the truth of Christ, in order. Uh, to be able to see these things, discern them coming, and to avoid them and stop them at their tracks at the foot of your door, slam the door and reject them uh, in order not to let that not, not to let these things get a foothold into your uh, into your home, into your persons, into the minds of your children, into your community, into your community boards, and all that stuff. If if you don't have it, okay, if you're not walking hand in hand with the Lord. You're not going to be able to. This is going to happen. It's just, it's a disease. It's a disease, and you're not going to be able to avoid it. And so that's the, really the only way to see the disease coming, to see it coming, 
to stop it at its tracks. And our country, because, I mean, the church has been, uh, you know, because judgment begins first in the house of God. That's exactly what happened. You know, when the Lord came, he didn't attack uh uh, the 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 Romans. He didn't he didn't speak. He didn't whip the Romans. He didn't he didn't do any of that. Where did he go? Who did he chastise? He he went to the temple. He went to the temple. The people that were supposed to be representing Christ, representing the coming of the Messiah, Messiah. The the people supposed to representing God, the Creator. Okay, the the center focal point of where uh, the people's hearts should have been. That's where he criticized. That's where he 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 chastised. Okay, and that's what he's doing today. Okay, we know that the world is going to be out there, whatever. But the way we we hold it back with the power of God is by having Him in our hearts, and so we can make proper discernment. And that's why, you know, God judges us. Uh, the first thing He does is give us wicked rulers, which is so true. Okay, anyway, so that's the end of this uh, message today. My name is True News 16. If you were edified by this conversation, by this, uh, uh, this, this information, this podcast, please feel free, free to forward it to your contacts. And let us keep hope, uh, understanding that these are spiritual things that are happening. But the Lord has conquered them all. And he has made for us to be conquerors, more than conquerors. Just the same. Okay, until next time, God bless.